<clears throat> Welcome to three funny ladies coming to you live, but not when you're listening to it. <laughs> coming to you live, but recorded. Recording live and not even in person. Our stuff. In front of our stuff. <laughs> that is. That is. Oh, that's Joseph Ashley Bailey. Oh, that's that's terrible because you got the Lee and the Lee. I don't see. I don't do that. You got to sound out the whole name. You got to you got to test out the whole name. You really do. You really, really do. You really do. But I didn't have time. I didn't have time. And that is Susan Pacokes J. Cokes. Oh, no, that doesn't <laughs> no, work. You did it again. Uh, no, I just did it. And then you did it. How the fuck are you? Oh, my windows are open, too. Sorry if anyone's walking past. How just the fuck start, like, fuck you out your window. <laughs> Ew. I'm good. You know, great. Wow. Um, that escalated okay. quickly. Well, yeah, no, I was lying. I think I was, I, I was lying. Um, okay. All right. <laughs> Let me tell you a story. Please. <laughs> Let me tell you a story about what a dumbass I am. Oh, please. Oh, no. It's real dumb. So, uh, <laughs> I, you know, my health is not great. Um, I told you I was going to a specialist finally. Yes. Yes. So, um, that's not until next month though. Oh. Um, but like I'll have weird symptoms, like I'll have a weird rash or I always itch or just there's a ton of different shit going on. Like down there? Because that's that could be easily fixed. Oh, my God. I have a yeast infection. <laughs> I'm such an idiot. OK, and sorry. Continue. Unless I can get a yeast infection on my elbows. <laughs> I think I'm in the clear. <laughs> um, but, but I did two things that are TMI. Then I'm going to tell you anyway. I itched so badly and I scratched so hard <laughs> that I basically scratched off the end of my nipple and made it bleed. Yeah. Oh my mm -hmm, God. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I itch all of the time. Do you, is there like a, is there like a rash there or is it just an itch? I have rashes in some places and I have, um, I now have psoriasis. Oh, you have the heartbreak of psoriasis? I do. The heartbreak of psoriasis. <laughs> um, and I do have like, uh, I will have weird rashes here and there, but mostly it's just itching, itching without a rash. It's just, um, Oh, that would be me screaming. Because I'm recording and we're adding spice. Wake up your father. Get out. I love you. Get out. I'll tell you later. I'm clearly busy. <sighs> Anywho. <clears throat> so that was the first thing that happened. The second thing that happened is I'm sitting here working, I don't know, like Wednesday, Thursday, and I feel an itch on my fupa. Now, do you know what a fupa is? Uh, well, yeah, of course I do. I live in the world. <laughs> Well, my other friend didn't know what it was, and I had to explain it, which was quite embarrassing. Anyway, I hope you all know what a fupa is. So, anywho. Google it. Google that shit. So, I, I have an itch, so I scratch, and then I look down, and I have red welts all over it. 
And one of them is a huge blister. And now I'm thinking, oh my God, do I have to go to an emergency room type situation? What the fuck is wrong with me? Do I need to go to a FUPA specialist? Do I need to go to a FUPA specialist? <laughs> um, it's I'm a med instructor. And I'm going to be a FUPA specialist. <laughs> It's someone who makes you do sit-ups. So, listen, you're fat. Do sit-ups. So, now, I already have a rash, a visible rash in other places, tiny, and I have eczema. So, I'm like, what the fuck is this? So, now I'm thinking, oh, my God, what the fuck is wrong with me? So, I'm like, okay, I don't want to... I don't want to freak out, but it's a blister. Like, that's weird. At one point, I was like, it's monkeypox. I know it. I'm patient zero for the second go around. I just know it. Like, I, and, and then I had a friend say, well, have you left the house? And I'm like, no, I haven't been out in the world. So I don't know how I would have gotten anything. <laughs> that monkey's long, got in your house. Yeah. Long story short, too late. What happened was, I figured it out. I was sleeping with a heating pad for the hip because the hip hurts when i sleep and the way i was positioned the fupa was on the heating pad okay now if you've had a c-section you know and maybe this doesn't happen to everybody maybe they just gave me too much shit that has now been that part of my anatomy has been numb for the past 11 years oh my since i had my c-section so basically what was happening is I was burning myself on the heating pad oh. and didn't feel it. So it was like a burn? Yes. <laughs> heating pad. Oh. So I am not allowed to take care of myself any longer. <laughs> I need intervention. I need um instruction. <laughs> I need I, I need all of your prayers and your thoughts because I am a stupid, <laughs> stupid person. So is that's it, what I've been doing. <laughs> is it better now? It is better now. That's what clued me in because I thought about it. I was like, let me think about this. Like, what is happening? And I was like, oh. And I came to, I was like, I bet you this is from the heating pad. I bet you this is burnt. So the next night I didn't sleep. With, I slept without the heating pad. The red marks were totally gone. Um, the blister was still because it had accidentally popped. Ooh. Yeah. So that was still a thing, but everything else was gone. I was like, oh, I burned myself. I'm a fucking idiot. So could someone punch you as hard as they could in your foops and you wouldn't even feel it? Um, no, because first of all, don't call it foops. Okay. <laughs> uh, oh my god, if I ever get a dog, I'm gonna name it foops or foopa. Foopa. Come here, foopa. <laughs> That is amazing. <laughs> Someone take that idea. Go forth. It sounds slightly Spanish. <laughs> uh, I'm going to talk about what do you want? I want a fupa. And uh, uh, no, I'll do a fupa supreme. <laughs> a fupa supreme. Uh, 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 oh boy. Minus the blisters, please. That's gross. I don't know why anyone would add those. Uh, <laughs> um so anyway that's what's happening with me what an eventful week i'm you know i'm nothing if not interesting (laughs) is the thing uh the most interesting woman on tv (laughs) how the hell is your week how what's happening what's going on nothing (laughs) just same old same old well you have rehearsals 
Yep. Next week is tech. So there's that. It's going All fine. Right. It's just, it's a lot of play. It's a lot of play. Well, yeah. And do you have both of them up and running? Um, yeah. Yes. Okay. Is the short answer. We finished blocking the whole thing on Thursday. So okay. we've been running part one on Saturdays. So that's coming along nicely. Part two is still, I mean, we just finished blocking it on Thursday. We're running it. Well, we're actually just sort of tearing it apart today and solidifying stuff. Recasting. <laughs> Recasting. Um, still, I'm not working with a set designer. So oh, cool. there's Good. that. Great. But yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, mm -hmm. that's really been my week. Last night, we went up to Marine City. Oh, God. You know, they have the best candy. They Marine do. <laughs> if you're ever in Marine City, go to the Sweet Tooth. Um, and we did go there last night. Oh, okay. Uh, and on the way up, it's about probably about 50 minutes northeast of here. Um, and it's just a darling town. It's okay. very, very cute. Right on the river, across the river is Canada. Um, it's just really cute. But on the way up, I was like, so this candy store, do they make enough money to stay in business and let me tell right. you we were there and it was packed really yes well, i would like to say that we probably had a lot to do. <laughs> we probably what we had probably had a lot to do with that i mean we do tell yeah, people to go there i think you're right we have a show. um but it's uh it was real good and uh then we went to see a play mm -hmm. there and uh and then came home but yeah it was just the sweetest little town just right. main main street usa Sure, 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 sure. And sure. the theater is an old bank. So, oh. like, one of the vaults they use is a coat check room. Oh. Um, and then you go in the ladies' room, and there's a big old vault door in there. So it's interesting. They keep ladies in there? They keep ladies in there. <laughs> That's why they call it the ladies' room. Exactly. Yeah. Because whenever you go there to see a show with a lady, you come out, and you're like, I, I thought I was, came with someone tonight. I don't know where she went. Where's my luggage? <laughs> <laughs> It's a whole a whole ring of lady na lady napping, lady napping. <laughs> like, wait, come here. You're gonna nap whether you like it or not. Uh, so yeah, so that was that. All right, all right, all right. Uh, yeah, I don't think. Um, I don't think I have anything else to. To talk about, I don't haven't done anything else. Okay. Ever. Um. Yeah. Okay. Um. I'm looking at your little bags on your wall. Oh yeah. Do you think? Do you collect those? Would you consider yourself a collector? Oh, for sure. For sure. For sure. For sure. Is that what? What? what's your history of collecting do you are you okay so okay my okay i <laughs> okay well all right i uh... um <clears throat> i have been a collector since the beginning of time um uh if i like something i have 10 million of it there's just like no gray area 
Do you know what I mean? So it yeah. started with purses. And the reason it started with purses is because I actually don't know why. I just liked them. I always asked my grandmother if she was going to keep hers or could I have it? The bitch never gave it to me. So Ugh. whatever, you know, selfish. Um, uh, And so and then I, I finally got my own purse and I used that purse until it had holes. Like there was no bottom to it anymore. It How was old were you? Like four or five. Oh, okay. Um. I still remember exactly what it looks like and exactly what it feels like. I loved that purse. I loved it. Like I loved a person. It was really weird. I continued with purses because I have always been fat to the point where my mother made my own clothes. Cause this was the seventies, eighties. So fat people were not, we were just going to ignore the need until maybe fat people got the idea and just stopped being fat. Or, or yeeted themselves clothes. or stopped wearing clothes or just yeeted themselves off a cliff. Like that was, <laughs> I think, the plan in the 70s and 80s. And then finally somebody was like, they're not going anywhere. The fatties aren't going anywhere. We might as well. Capitalism. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so but purses always fit. Mm-hmm. And so that's why I loved them. And then I started collecting um stamps like rubber stamps for the crafting and stickers and you know all that girly young girly crafty stuff traditionally girly i was sorry jesus everybody can do everything now um and then and see my mom was that's where i got it my mom oh my mother was a bradford exchange girly Mm. she was a a franklin mint girly okay so that's where i get it from and now yeah i just if i like something i become obsessed i become hyper focused and then i have a million of that i'm the person that like starts a craft and then like months later i'm like i don't even know why i have this i don't even know i do with this what would i do with this and you know there's a pile of stuff so yeah i don't know i like it now what for the folks at home what are these that you have on your wall will you explain them i will explain them they are lounge fly bags look them up um oh that's where that is uh they are little mini backpacks but they are um for certain fandoms so they have marvel ones star wars ones anime ones Pokemon, I mean, any any sort of, the, there's a new strawberry shortcake one. Holy mother of God. Um, and uh, they're just little backpacks made to look like I have one that looks like Chewbacca and is actually fuzzy. Uh, he's my favorite. Um, and this is the Star Wars room. So all the ones you're seeing are Star Wars. Now, this really popped off the beginning of the pandemic. I think um, middle-aged women like myself just needed something to focus on and so um i would scour the ebays and the stuff for the cheap because these are expensive so you have to get them cheaper um do you use them do you take them off the wall and use them um (laughs) no (laughs) but you do have some you use yeah i do there are some that i use and some that are just on the wall um what's the (laughs) distinction what is the distinction? Mm, you know, it's just a feeling. Okay. Some I just want to look at. Okay. I mean, they do bring me joy up on my wall. It's not like I just, they, I love looking at them. 
I really do. I, I know that sounds insane, but I do. Like Chewbacca, there's only one bag that I have two of, and that's my Chewy because I wanted to use him and I wanted to hang him up. And because he is my absolute favorite. If it has something to do with Chewbacca, I'm buying it because he is my own personal teddy bear. Um, but yeah, the rest of them are just like I like to look at. I just like to look at them. Yeah, all right. So, you don't yeah. get a sound. Yeah, you sound like apologetic get off my fupa about it all right um yeah so just brings me joy i like having stuff yeah me too i never really collected like when i was a kid i never really collected like i would collect the you know the cards that come with the bubble gum (gasps) i've told you about that so my remember. brother was 12 years older than me. So he was like seeing Star Wars in the theater and stuff like that, right? And going by himself. And he had all those cards, Star Wars from the bubble gum and the stuff. And um, I may or may not have found them and destroyed them. Destroyed them? Like colored on them and stuff. Oh, I see. Yeah, I yeah, wasn't yeah. trying to be malicious. I just didn't know any better. And sure, sure, a sure. kid will just color on bullshit for yeah. no, like fine paper, you fucking animal. <laughs> what is wrong with you? Um. So looking back, I'm very mad at myself because I would have been the one to reap the benefits. Let's just be honest. Yeah. Um. So anyway, go ahead. Yeah. Oh, so and I, I collected t- those two for ET. Oh yeah, yeah, I didn't do those. I did Star Wars, Charlie's Angels. <laughs> Uh, of course. <laughs> That's adorable. And Joe, actually, for my birthday, just this last birthday, got me a set of Charlie's Angels cards. That's adorable. Yeah. But I didn't really now. I just, unfortunately, just collect books. And that's much to Joe's chagrin, I'm sure. And I, don't, I because they're everywhere. They're just mm. everywhere in this house. And I don't read nearly as quickly as I buy them. Ah. And I'm trying to be good about using the library. So listen, listen, there's no better feeling, especially when you're a kid. First of all, the book fair. Oh, fuck. Yeah. The scholastic book fair. Yes. Starting tomorrow at Lily's school. Oh my God. I love that. They still do it. She's losing her mind. She's like, she's like vibrating out of her skin. She's like, the book fair starts. (laughs) Yeah, those were the best. Um, the Scholastic Book Fair. Oh my, the smell of that little truck with all the books on. Oh my God. I could flood my basement thinking. Um, there is no better feeling, and I'm going to equate it because to when I was little, because it's really the last time I did this. Going in a um Barnes and Noble, um, what was it called? What was the? You might remember this. What was the bookstore called? In Oakland Mall. It was a chain, but it was a smaller chain. B. Dalton. Yes! I knew you would know. I used to work at B. Dalton. In that specific one? No, no. On 16 and Van Dyke. There was no better. Because, like, when your kid loves books, um, yeah, you're going to buy your kid books, right? Mm -hmm. So, walking into B. Dalton and just being like... How many are we going to get today? And mm-hmm. just a stack of fucking books. Oh, my God. And a brand new bookmark. Oh, yep. my God. Just the best fucking feeling in the world. Yep. Now I can't be bothered. Everything's on the Kindle because I feel it's easier to read there for me for some reason. I want to want to read it from a book. But for some reason, that's daunting now to me. I don't know if it's like some weird ADHD thing. I don't know. The Kindle makes it easier, and I'd rather read 
more than yeah. commit to having a physical copy of a book that I just never read. I get that. I've read exactly one book electronically. And for me, it's just the opposite. I just can't do it. I need to be able to like see where my bookmark progresses through the book as I get closer I to totally the end. I totally get that. I totally get it. And I just like when I lived in LA, I worked at Borders and my friends, I had two very good friends and we would often leave work and go to this book, not no, to this coffee place on Santa Monica Boulevard called Buzz Coffee. And we would get there like at four in the afternoon and just drink coffee and be there till they closed at nine o'clock and just sit outside and read and read and read and read. Yeah, it was some of my best memories, but yeah. So yeah, so that's really about all that I really collect. And I'm trying to be good, like, like literally when 2020 started, I was like, I'm not buying any books this year. And oh, then wow. March happened. And then I was like, well, fuck it. And so then <laughs> right. it just was like. And good day. Yeah. So whatever. That's it is what it is, as they mm-hmm. say. Mm-hmm. 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 Um, but yeah. Oh, I collect Funko Pops. Oh, I have some of those, but I, I knew that I could go crazy with them. Mm-hmm. And so I was, I had restraint about it. I will put, see, I will put rules in place for my collecting. So like for the Funko Pops, I just don't collect Funko Pops. Cause I like Funko Pops. I only collect the ones that are going to be star Wars, Marvel, I, and strawberry shortcake. I have other ones that people have gifted me, which I love equally, but so that I don't go crazy. I wouldn't have purchased them myself because it would go against my rule. Right. If I went against my rule, it would just be, I would live in a Funko house. Yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, I mean, I collect, I collect makeup. I never wear it. I have a whole vanity full of it. But when I wear it, I wear it all at once. I make it known that I'm wearing makeup. Every color in my palette. Honest to God. So, like these people, I watch makeup tutorials and they will put on like 30 different things and then they look exactly the same. And I'm like, why? Why did you go through all that trouble? That's too much work. To look exactly the same. Yeah. No. When I'm putting on makeup, I'm going to look like Bianca Del Rio. I'm going to look like Trixie Mattel. I'm going to look like Raja. Like, we are going to town. Anyway. And I'm not as beautiful as any of those people. Except maybe Trixie Mattel. No, you are. You (laughs) are beautiful. (laughs) Don't look at me. (laughs) Don't you fucking look at me. Don't you fucking look at me. Anyway, what else? What else? Anything exciting? I don't think so. Shall we get to our lady? Let's get to the lady. Our lady this week is, hold on, I have to unfurl my microphone a little bit more. Where is that dog? Oh, you hear that? Outside somewhere. Um, I hope it's just not in your house. Oh, there's a dog here. (laughs) Um, We are talking about Christina Applegate, born November 25th. 1971 uh as a child actress she gained recognition for starring as kelly bundy in the fox sitcom married with children from 1987 to 1997 why it's 10 years but why does it sound like more just from the flip of the eight and the nine like going from 80 anything to different than 80 sounds like a lot okay 
I get high a lot now, so I'm going to say <laughs> things that just sound really fucking dumb. Um, da, 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 da. Uh, Applegate established a successful film and television career in her adult years, winning a primetime Emmy Award from uh, from seven nominations, as well as nominations from four Golden Globe Awards and a Tony Award. Uh, she starred in the title film role. <clears throat> nope. Title role of the NBC sitcom Jesse. Uh, which was only two years, which earned her a Golden Globe Award nomination. She received a Primetime Emmy Award for her guest role in the NBC sitcom Friends. Uh, she was in Sweet Charity. Um, Are you? Sorry. Are I'm you doing? Too, I'm career? not. No, I'm okay. not. I realized that I was giving too much away <laughs> just now, and I apologize. Um, <clears throat> she was born in Hollywood, California. Her father, Robert William Applegate, was a record producer ooh, and a record company executive. And her mother, Nancy Pretty, is a singer and actress. Her parents separated shortly after her birth. Uh, she has two half-siblings. <laughs> At first, I thought it said two and a half siblings. And I was like, <laughs> what? Uh, uh, Lisa and Kyle from her father's second marriage. After her divor- divorce, Applegate's mother had a relationship with musician Stephen Stills. Ooh, excuse Ooh. me. As I thought it was going to say Stephen Sondheim, and I was going to be <laughs> surprised for a couple different reasons. Um, as a child, Ab- Applegate trained as a dancer in various styles, including jazz and ballet. Uh, do, do, do. In October, on October 20th, 2001, Applegate married actor Jonathan Sheck in Palm Springs. Check filed for divorce in December 2005, citing irreconcilable differences, and the divorce was finalized in August 2007. In 2009, she began dating Dutch musician Martin Lenoble. The couple became engaged on Valentine's Day, and they were married on February 23rd, three years later. It was the second marriage for both. They have one daughter, born in January 2011. Uh, Applegate is a vegetarian. And she appeared in a 2007 anti-fur advertisement for PETA. In 2008, people reported that Applegate had been diagnosed with breast cancer. A representative stated Christina Applegate was diagnosed with an early stage of breast cancer. Detected early through a doctor-ordered MRI, the cancer is not life-threatening. Christina is following the recommended treatment of her doctors and will have a full recovery. It was announced that she was cancer-free after a double mastectomy although cancer had been found in only one breast. She inherited the genetic trait, the BRCA1 mutation, which can trigger breast and ovarian cancer. Her mother is also a breast cancer survivor. Applegate said when she first was diagnosed, I was just shaking, and then almost immediately I had to go and take care of business mode, which included a change to a more healthy diet. In August 2021, Applegate announced that she had been diagnosed with multiple sclerosis a few months prior. Got it. The disease heavily affected her ability to perform on set during the final season of Dead to Me. Uh, The the success of which she credits to her co-star, Linda Cardellini, and showrunner Liz Feldman's support and openness in making reasonable adjustments to her filming schedule. In a 2023 interview with Los Angeles Times, Applegate said the upcoming Screen Actors Guild Award would likely be the last award show she attended as an actor. She also said that she would probably make money doing voiceover work and that she was considering producing and development. 
And then, um, it is said, I found an article. I found an article. Aren't you so proud of me? (laughs) In uh, HuffPost, which indicates that Salma Blair was the one that told her to get tested for MS. Yeah, I read that. I was sitting in Selma's living room, our children playing, and I told Selma I've been having this weird tingling in my feet. And she said, you must get tested for MS. Um, in essence, because of her, I'm going to have a better quality of life. That's crazy. I know. And it didn't even occur to me when I was watching one of our movies that they both have MS. Yeah. That's crazy. So sorry I did half of your career stuff. Because <laughs> uh, I was just reading down like an asshole. But that is her personal life. Um, well, Christina Applegate made her television debut in 1972 alongside her mother in days of our lives and then she started in a commercial for playtex baby bottles at three months old she made her film debut in the 1981 horror film jaws of satan also known as king cobra and she appeared in the 1981 movie beatlemania she played young grace kelly in the television biopic grace kelly starring cheryl ladd And she appeared in her first television series in Showtime's political comedy, Washington. Oh, my. What a clever (laughs) play on words. Uh, She was a guest star on Charles in Charge and Silver Spoons. Wow. What a hat trick that was. Um, In 1986, she appeared in the drama series Heart of the City. Uh, and then went on to uh, guest star in Still the Beaver and Family Ties. In 1987, she premiered as Kelly Bundy in Married with Children, a show that I abhor. Me as well. Oh, it's I can't. Fu- I, hate I hate it. I can't. It. it. Immediately when I see it on TV, it sets me off. Same. I get Same. angry. Same. Um, Same. It's terrible. While she was on the series, she was seen in Dance Till Dawn and Streets. We all love those two movies. And she guest starred on 21 Jump Street. Uh, She hosted Saturday Night Live. She was on Mad TV. In, In 1991, she appeared in the film Don't Tell Mom the Babysitter's Dead. It was her first starring role in a mainstream film. Then she did a whole bunch of other movies. She was in Mars Attacks. She uh, auditioned for the role of Rose in Titanic, but lost it, obviously, to Kate Winslet. It's so weird with Christine. So weird. <laughs> she also, I, I watched an interview with her where she said she was offered Legally Blonde and she turned it down. That would have been weird with her, too. Yeah. I don't think it would have been. I mean, I love Christina Applegate. I don't think it would have been the same success. I agree. She was one of the founding members of the Pussycat Dolls. Christina Applegate? That's what it says. Why? I don't know. It says they debuted at Johnny Depp's Viper Room on the Sunset Strip in 1995. And then she emceed for the group when they moved to the Roxy Theater in 2002. So this was a few years before their mainstream success. In 1998, she began portraying the title role in the NBC sitcom Jesse. She won the People's Choice Award. Uh, she was nominated for a Golden Globe. And then the series was canceled two years later. Uh, she appeared in the film uh, 
The Sweetest Thing with Cameron Diaz and the other one, Selma Blair. <laughs> the other one. Uh, she was in A View from the Top, Wonderland, Surviving Christmas. She guest starred on Friends twice. Uh, once in the ninth season, once in the tenth season, winning an Emmy for her performance, uh, her first appearance on the series. She played Rachel's older sister. Uh, she was in Anchorman with, you know, that guy, Will Ferrell. Will Ferrell. She, in 2005, she appeared in the Broadway revival of Sweet Charity. She won the 2005 Theater World Award and was nominated for a Tony for Best Actress in a Musical, um, which she did not win that. Uh, she appeared in Jessica Simpson's music video for A Public Affair. It's weird, but she was in it with Eva Longoria, Ryan Seacrest, and Christian, Christina Milan. Mm-hmm. Um, and she has done other things uh, in terms of being in shows and such. Uh, <laughs> she was in Cats and Dogs. She voiced Cats and Dogs, uh, The Revenge of... Uh, Cats and Dogs, the sequel. Cats and Dogs, The Revenge of... Kitty Galore, um, which there's that famous clip from someone on Jeopardy answering the question of what that movie was called. And the contestant was like, what is Pussy Furry? <laughs> Look it up. It's really funny. <laughs> what is it? Okay, dude. <laughs> it's supposed to be the revenge of Kitty Galore. And she was like the revenge of Pussy, Pussy Furry. Uh, <laughs> um, she appears in Anchorman 2. Uh, in 2018, she co-starred in the dark series Dead to Me, which I just love so much. She is so good. The two of them are so good. I know I've talked about it before. Yeah, I haven't but, started it yet. Oh, my God. They're so, 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 so good. And, yeah, they did. She got diagnosed with MS halfway through filming that final season, and they took time off. But she said she knew she had she had made an obligation, and so she finished filming the series on her terms. And, um, yeah, and now that she is uh, diagnosed, she said she can't imagine spending 12 to 14 hours on set for anything anymore. So she's going to focus on voiceovers and then, like you said, producing and developing stuff. And listen, anyone getting MS or any other thing really is, is sad. But when you're a dancer, when you get something that stops you from doing something that you loved and were very good at it's more heartbreaking i think yeah yeah like i'm not a dancer like i'm sad that i can't take my walks but that's about it and it's not ms but to get ms when you're a dancer and i yeah my god that must fucking suck yeah she's been through the ringer man yeah and i had forgotten about her breast cancer oh lord yeah so what did you watch? What did you, what was your pick this week? It was, don't tell mom the babysitter's touch. You liked it. I fucking hated it. Did you? I hated every moment. Oh my gosh. That surprises you me. You liked it. I did. I feel like if I would have seen it while I was in like high school, I would have fucking loved it. One, here's the thing. Yes. Okay. My biggest problem, and this is going to sound so stupid, I 
really thought it. <laughs> I really thought it had more to do with the babysitter being dead. Oh. Let me explain. I sort of thought it was more of a weekend at Bernie's type situation. Oh, I see. Or like adventures in babysitting, but now they have to drag around this dead body. Gotcha. When really, it's just a vehicle for the children to be alone. Right. Yeah. Um, but also, can we talk about the mom who is a terrible mother? She, yep, I agree with that. I'm gonna go on because at first I was like, oh, it's for work. It's not. She says several times, this woman is going on a two month vacation by herself. She has five children that she's just leaving. At her home. The youngest. Oh, okay, but still. (laughs) The youngest probably is like what, 10? Probably, yeah, around there. Who are you, ma'am? I know it's the (laughs) 80s, but this is a whole nother level of just where was CPA? Where is where was the ASCPA? Where was PETA? I don't know. (laughs) I'm just saying letters now. Um so that was my first thing. I think I was th- I think I was watching it through too logical of a lens. It sounds like it, yeah. I was <laughs> I was going to say clearly you're probably not the audience for this film. Meanwhile, let's talk about Gremlins and why it could happen today. <laughs> um, <laughs> let's talk about Back to the Future and why I think time travel is real. Um, yeah, I was just like, "Okay, mom." And also did they say where she was going? Not I think she was to Australia. Okay, let's just fucking go to Australia. And then, I don't know, I just, the brother, oh, I wanted to punch him. That kid, that fucking guy, shut up. Um, and the, pet, the whole petty cash thing, how much, companies don't do, companies don't put all of the money they have for miscellaneous, um, purchases they don't give it all to one person in cash they have a bank account they have credit cards okay so they don't give it to the new girl in a lockbox and say here's thousands of dollars that is at your disposal whenever you feel the need that's ridiculous (laughs) yeah maybe you weren't the audience for this film pick and choose movies based on my mood of what i find (laughs) relevant or not because honest to god if anyone tried to fight me on back to the future i would probably cause bodily harm but this is just i can't it's beyond my comprehension why did you like it i just thought it was fun i like the fantasy of it I like, of course, she's just out of high school and she lands yeah. a job at a fa- as a fashion designer's executive assistant, has no idea what she's doing, um, falls in love with Josh Charles. Just find um, some woman to do all her work for her. Yeah. Designs those god awful uniforms that her friends just happen to. We're home from Europe. Oh, great. Now you can be <laughs> my fashion show. Um, but yeah, I just thought it was fun. I just thought it was a fun little fantasy. And of course, you know, my husband loves this movie from his youth, like watched it like every day after school. Um, so, and of course our friend Diane also loves it. So over the years, I've grown used to both of them saying, I'm right on top of that, Rose. Mm. Um, and then also Mm. personnel, um, (laughs) 
So it was- I, as I was watching it, I was like, oh, that's where I'm on top of that rose comes from. Cause I've heard that too. And I always assumed golden girls, but uh, sure. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, she was she was dangerously close to unibrow country in this film. Oh my goodness! Oh my! And the other thing that the only other thing I wrote down in my notes was why drag queens stealing the car. <laughs> it was so random. It never that came back. Other biggest thing: drag queens wouldn't do. Why were drag? Okay. Were they now see? Okay. So that was my other big problem because I was like, are they dressed as drag queens to just steal cars Mm. so that someone can say, hey, drag queens stole my car? And the police are like, sure, lady, those are illegal. Oh, wait, it was the 80s. (laughs) Sorry. Um, But they were pretty committed. I mean, one was a really good looking Liza. Yeah. Was it Liza, Marilyn Monroe? Who was the third one? I don't remember. But they were like good looking drag queens. So they were drag queens, I think, yeah. like as a living, right? Yeah. So what happened in their life? They're at the club, they're doing their show, they're singing Somewhere of the Rainbow again. And they're like, oh my God, I forgot my cars in the shop. And I told these two other girls I would drive them home. What are we going to do? Oh, let's go steal a car. Drag queens don't think that way, honey. Yeah, it's, it it's was so. Strange. And I thought it was going to come back later, like, oh, sorry, we stole your car or whatever. Right. Oh, we found this dead body in your car, but we're good drag queens, so we didn't tattle. Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, it was was so bizarre. Bizarre. Unnecessary. And gave drag queens a bad name, if you ask me. Um, I I just don't think they would steal anything. Yeah. Uh, Especially if they know how to hotwire a car. I don't know. I mean, yeah, look, I'm sure can't do that. Okay. I'm sure there are some that can, but no, I'm just saying it's that, was, that is a male thing to hotwire a car <laughs> and drama queens with drama queens is what I just said. <laughs> right queens would not do that. There would be too cishet for them. Yeah, it was that was weird. It was, it was strange. I was like, what is happening? Like you went from the stage to stealing a car. Yeah, that didn't make sense. And just the whole thing about like, oh, just use the petty cash to, you know, rent this fabulous event for. This is what I'm saying. And then she's like, oh, we'll have it at my house. Like, I just love, I just love that whole trope. Like just pulling <laughs> just, it all together, <gasps> building a bridge over their swimming pool. Just all of it. Loved it. You know what is my favorite thing ever? What? Was the 80s mystery music like the 80s like something's afoot something's gonna happen did you notice that like the synth like oh my god if you watch it the next time you watch it just really say to yourself all right pay attention to the synth music (laughs) because it is the same in every 80s movie (laughs) oh my god i cracked me up ever i was like this is in every 80s movie and i fucking love it i love it that was the only thing i loved the rest was garbage i hated it very much i thought it was fun i my mood man will dictate if i like something or not i didn't like it i wasn't in a bad mood though i just was kind of like i like that she also did have a black friend her friends weren't all just white girls oh sure i mean i guess sure yeah, so, good for her. Um, <laughs> for her for having a black friend. <laughs> yeah, I liked it. I thought it was fun. A good, good, you know, Saturday afternoon, sure, laying sure, around sure. the house kind of thing. Sure. 
Um, so yeah, anything else about Don't Tell Mom? No. No, I wanted more no. dead babysitter. I think that was the real problem. Is I now you have to understand when you think something is a certain way for 40 years. Sure. And then you see that it's not at all what you thought. Even if it doesn't mean anything to you, I think it does change your attitude towards it. Okay. And I know that sounds ridiculous, <laughs> but I was I was really envisioning them dragging around a dead body, hiding the dead body. Why do they have like I would have fallen into that that I could have made that believable for myself. Like, of course, they would drag around the dead body everywhere they went. That makes sense. As opposed to having $3,000 in your desk drawer. Which is totally <laughs> unbelievable. <laughs> like 10 minutes in, I said to Joe, because he watched it with me, I said, I didn't realize that we were going to have so many felonies this early in the movie. <laughs> right? <laughs> just, we're at a gate. Just, <laughs> that was the other day. I love that there was, maybe that was my problem with it is just the quickness with which the babysitter was dispatched yeah. and that part of the story is over it's like within the first three minutes they're like oh my god she's dead well let's get rid of her let's not do the let's not let's not call our mom who should be there because she has five ch I, ladies go to the spa okay go get go away for a weekend you have a, a teenager who clearly can uh, help fend for herself and fend for her siblings even take a week okay two months is outrageous out fucking outrageous and then oh and then their money was oh their money was on the baby because their mom that's what it was that's yeah. what started the whole thing their mom left them money, obviously, the one thing she did for them. And the babysitter had it. And so, like, listen, if someone dies and you're getting rid of them, give them a pat down. Yeah, you got to do them, that. You got to give Go them a the pat pockets. down. You don't know. It turns out she was a crappy person who stole your money. You got to give them a pat down. Yeah. You don't know what they have. And Other once you get rid of them, you can't go back. No. Nope. Otherwise, you're going to have to get a job at a fashion house. Otherwise, you're going to have to walk into a big deal corporation and get an executive level job yep. being a high school graduate with no qualifications. None. And like, it's not as easy as it was in the 80s. In the no. 80s, people were doing it left and fucking right. Much easier back then. Much easier. They cracked down on that stuff now. You copy your resume right out of a resume book? No. They don't they don't even have resume books. They say fuck they you. Don't. You're not, not getting help. You're no one is helping you because we don't want to accidentally hire you into our very <laughs> prestigious company. And it oh, will God. happen. David Duchovny. Why? What? Why? Why? With why? With back hair. He walked in and I was like, "Why? Why are you here, David Duchovny? <laughs> Go find aliens. We don't need you here. There's a dead body floating around, and you don't have any leads on it. The truth so, is out there, so the get to it. The truth is out there, David Duchovny, <laughs> and you aren't uh, looking for it. <laughs> I just, he has a place, and it wasn't this one. <laughs> <laughs> um, anyway, so that's how I felt about that. Well, that's sad. So what movie did you have us watch? 
I had us watch The Sweetest Thing from 2002. 2002. 21 that years ago. That makes more sense. For some reason, I had it stuck in my head. It was 2013. And I was like, <laughs> what's happening? Um, You liked this movie. I love this movie. <laughs> it's I. It, it just it holds a special place for whatever reason. And you hated, <laughs> I hated it. it. I hate it. I fucking hated it so much. Oh my god! I think it's so funny. Why? Okay. I will say this. I will say that. Okay. No. Back up. Had the ending stayed. Like if they didn't have that little tack on when she walks away from him at the end, I was like, that's fucking hilarious. Like I wanted the movie to end like that. She spent. So the gist of it is, um, she sees this guy, Cameron Diaz sees this guy for like, she talks to him for like five minutes, falls hopelessly in love. And now she needs to find this guy with her best friend, Christina Applegate and some of players in it too. She's the third best friend. She's a little horn dog. Um, and so she the, uh, shenanigans ensue. They find the guy. The guy, excuse me, the guy's like, I have feelings for you too. She's like, great. And then she's like, mm, I'm going to pass and walks away. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this is the end of the movie. This is fucking brilliant. I love everything about it. And then you find out they got married. Mm-hmm. But I like, in my mind, I like to imagine that there was a long time where she was like, oh God, I just, I was up on my bullshit again and I don't like you. And he had to win her back. So in my mind, that's what. That happened. would have been pretty spectacular. Yeah, no, that was amazing. My main, <sighs> this is going to sound so superficial and so stupid. My main problem with this film, can you guess what my main problem with this film was? No. Just a stab in the dark. Just a stab. No. That man was ugly. Thomas Jane? Yes. He is not attractive. Oh. And Cameron Diaz deserves better. No. (laughs) He looks like he looks like the dad of the bullshit bad guy character in an 80s movie he is no like jason bateman like let's fall in love with jason bateman jason bateman is right there and we're gonna have this guy who looks like he got his nose from a mr potato head (laughs) no i hate no it was she deserves better and it just bothered me I don't know why it bothered me so much because I felt like she was um, settling and I hated that for her. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I this, did love Christina Applegate in this though. I did too. And Selma Blair. And I had totally forgotten that Parker Posey was in it. Oh my God. Right. Um, and Matthew Perry's dad. Um, but did you watch it on the super secret site? Yes. It wasn't the, cause there's like an unedited version, which I assumed would have been on that site. Uh-huh. They sing a whole song about Selma Blair's boyfriend's penis and that when they're at oh. the restaurant, like when oh. she goes to drop off her dress, mm-hmm. Selma Blair, mm-hmm. and they go to the restaurant, she joins them and the whole restaurant sings this song about this guy's dick. And then there's an extended scene when they're in the men's room and the, it's at the glory hole. There's a Uh whole extended sequence there as well. Um, But yeah, I just love it. I love how it's like one of those 
raunchy comedies, but the women get to do all the raunch stuff, which is fun for me. I did. I, I did kept saying to myself, this is like the hangover, but with women. Yeah. So I appreciated it. I appreciated yeah. it for that. I just, yeah, maybe it was just my mood. It really bothered me that I didn't, <laughs> I thought she could do better. I love she was when, hung up on this guy. Sorry, go when Semmel Blair is at work and they call her, they're like, hello, is <laughs> Jane available? Have a lovely day. <laughs> Like they're just the obnoxious best friends that and she's like, oh my god. <laughs> and then she gets that guy's dick stuck in her mouth when she's blowing him. And the whole like all of San Francisco is in the apartment. Okay, that was my, number one. I was like, because don't you don't want to see this? I'm like, she's dead, clearly. Like, what the fuck is going on in this movie? And then she's stuck, and I'm like, and I'm trying. I spent the whole time trying to figure out how she was stuck. And I know the guy gives an explanation because one of the guys, because I think it's Cameron Diaz says, how is she stuck? And somebody else is like, he has a piercing. <laughs> and then another guy was like, they're behind her tonsils or something. I was like, oh, oh my God. Um, but still, like your tonsils are not rock hard. <laughs> Right, they they would give. They would just let the metal slide past them. See, now I'm I'm dissecting a scene where someone got their mouth caught on a dick. I wasn't in the headspace. I wasn't in the headspace to enjoy, enjoy this type of thing. But poor self, I was like, oh, and her eyes are tearing, and then like, everybody starts singing. What was the song? The I don't want to miss a thing. <laughs> See, I'm enjoying it more in hindsight. <laughs> I think when I watched it with you, I would have enjoyed it. Oh, yeah. It's a good one to watch with people for sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I think I would have enjoyed it more. My, I'm telling you, my biggest thing was that guy. I was like, that guy's not attractive. Why are you talking about this guy? He's not attractive, and his personality isn't that great. I was just very, I was very, I, I didn't like it. I loved Christina. I loved all the ladies. I loved a lot of the aspects. I really wish the movie would have ended with. Yeah, that um, would have been something. Like, she's just in it for the chase. And now she's got him. And it's like, um, I don't like your nose. <laughs> I just walk away. <laughs> I also like grandpa. I had forgotten about that, too. <laughs> Fuck grandma. Grandpa's <laughs> like, oh, yikes. All right. <laughs> But yeah, I like it. I think it's funny. But it also, it's nostalgia for me. And it's it's just, I don't know, it takes me back to a... Simple time. Yeah. Simple time. Where 2002. You job yeah. Stuck on. Uh, blowjobs were much more <laughs> work in 2002. Blowjobs were dangerous in 2002. <laughs> you don't know what that dick is going to have in it. Why would you... I've been thinking about piercings lately in this penis specifically. Now, why? I do, I do not know. I do not know. Never in a million years would I ever. Because no matter where you're putting it. No, no, it does not matter. It's not right. It's not no okay. No matter where you're putting the piercing in the penis and no matter where you're putting that penis afterwards, whether it's a tighter channel or a wetter channel, mm. It can't. How no, is that? I, yeah, I don't know. Enjoyable for either Anyone. party. Yeah, I don't know. I don't get someone write us in. Yeah, us if you have a piercing there, let us know about it, please. 
if you have a Jacob's ladder, whatever. <laughs> Google Jacob's ladder. It's <laughs> terrifying. Um, I don't get it. I don't get that. Anything south of the border. Yeah, no. Anything north of the border, really, except for the ears. For me. If you have it, I God bless. God bless. But just for me personally, no. God bless. God bless. God bless. I'm toying with the nose ring. I'm thinking about it. Well, God bless. God bless. God bless. Oh, like the random just in the skin. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, like a cheek thing or whatever. Yeah. Like right below your eye. Like, what is that? You got to like dig around and put it in there. Nope. Nope. Shut up. Shut your horn (laughs) up. I I can't do it. No, thank you. Absolutely not. Or lips? No. I, I would get it caught on something. Yeah, 100%. 100% guaranteed. Yeah. Kissing would I, be compromised. I, I do too much with this mouth to not get it caught on something. Yeah. I It would get ripped out. It would get, yeah. No. Stop doing no. that to yourselves, everybody. <laughs> Unless you like it, then go for it. Unless you like it, then go for it, but don't, because it's terrible. <laughs> Anywho's else. I think we're so, wrapped up with that. It's a bad week for you. It's a good week for me. Hey, listen, they can't all be winners. Uh, what? I didn't bring up our calendar. What are we doing next week? Next week is another field trip. <gasps> oh, what are we seeing? Are you there, God? Oh, oh my gosh. Was it come out the 28th? Mm-hmm. Oh, nice. All right. All right. Getting all right. great reviews so far. All right. Pretty excited for it. So we'll have to figure that out because I have tech next weekend, so we may need to do some fancy footwork, but we'll figure it out. Okay. Cool, 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 cool. And if you want to send us an email, 3funnyladies at gmail.com. Or follow us on the Instagram, 3funnyladiespodcast. And we'll catch you on the flip side. We will. We'll catch you on the flip side. Sure thing. Okay. All right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye now.